0: my dreams have been really vivid lately and i've been getting a lot of messages in the fourth dimension and for those of you that don't know the third dimension is this physical reality fifth dimension is like the spiritual realm and then fourth dimension is the dream state and sometimes before i go to sleep i ask my guides angels um, my higher self for messages sometimes i don't and they just come through anyways um and sometimes i have dreams and i don't want, i don't want to remember them Um, But the other night, I specifically asked for messages. I left my journal by my bed. Usually, it's in my nightstand. And the other night, I just decided to put it right next to my bed with the pen ready so if I got a message, I could wake up and kind of transcribe what happened and analyze it and look at deeper meanings. So yeah, I asked for messages to come to me in the fourth dimension. And... Closed my eyes, fell asleep, and in the middle of the night, I had this really vivid dream, and I'm going to describe it for you and kind of break down what it means to me, and maybe this will inspire you to do the same. Maybe you set an intention. You can also write a letter. Like, if you want a message from a specific person or if you want to know how to handle a certain situation, write a letter, set an intention, maybe burn some like a cinnamon stick or palo santo or um, spray some essential oils and really prepare yourself for messages to come through and believe that they're going to come. So basically in my dream, I'm not totally sure where I was in this dream, but it looked like I was at my grandma's house. She lives in upstate New York, which is where my family is originally from. And this beautiful man showed up at this house and he came upstairs to find me i was upstairs i don't know if it was a surprise that he came or if he arrived earlier than i expected but i was not prepared (laughs) and as excited as i was to see him i was terrified of letting him see me like this i hadn't done my makeup i hadn't done my hair i hadn't picked out an outfit So I kind of froze when I saw him and I was trying to avoid eye contact and like frantically look for a mirror so I could look at my reflection and he was trying to look at me but I didn't want him to just yet and I was scared that he would see my imperfections and he was really hurt and confused by my reaction and I could tell that he was disappointed and I just ran into the bathroom to try to put makeup on really quickly but somehow I kept smudging it like makeup was getting everywhere I know how to do my makeup so it was really weird like my eyeliner was just all over the place and I made it worse (laughs) so I started to panic and I noticed he was starting to gather his things and I think my family was downstairs and my mom went over to him on the stairs and asked if he needed anything and he was really sweet and said that he didn't but he was getting ready to leave And so I was just devastated. And I blamed myself really, really harshly for messing things up. But I also felt deeply abandoned because he was leaving. And I just started to think, like, why hadn't I gotten ready sooner? What? Like, what's wrong with me? So I walked into another room and he followed me in there. And I stood with my back to him. I was just really embarrassed by the way my makeup looked, and I just couldn't get myself to look at him. And he was trying to reassure me, and he said he would call me on the drive home, and then I woke up. And I've been unpacking this and reflecting on the idea that I really believe that my value is in the way that I look, and that being attractive to the male gaze is the only way that I'm going to have a partner long term and it it really goes back to this deep-rooted fear of being seen like if I'm truly seen flaws and all will I be accepted and loved and it made me continue to reflect on where I lack love and acceptance for myself where I don't allow myself to be seen and just thinking about allowing someone to see me even when i'm not like quote-unquote ready i feel like this idea of not being enough always comes up for me and this idea of perfectionism always comes up for me and these are not true like they're limiting beliefs and i've worked really really hard to minimize them but they still come through and it obviously came through in my subconscious while i was sleeping and i've been moving through a process of wondering why I haven't called in a partner. And this really just brought a lot to the surface around work that I'm still doing with my self-esteem and regarding my, my self-worth and what I feel like I'm capable of receiving. And there's a lot of symbolism in this dream that I've been analyzing, but I have been really focused on the part about mirrors. A partner, a romantic partner is a mirror. It's one of the biggest mirrors that we can hold up. Yet I was running from this amazing man and I wasn't accepting myself in my own reflection, yet I was running to look at it constantly. And so It just brings me back to this idea of how can I expect to be seen? And I work on self-esteem all the time in therapy. I do EMDR, which is a form of therapy where you kind of pinpoint a really difficult time in life, like a traumatic time that held a lot of emotion for you. And you rate the experience on a scale of 1 to 10. And then you work through, it's kind of like this meditative experience and it's like these visualizations and you you sit um and it's it's like this tapping where it's either buzzers in your hand or you can tap your chest or your knees and in shamanism when i was in dharma school um, they used a rattle and it's really meant to interrupt the brain waves and it kind of symbolizes a heartbeat in a way and it, it allows you to just tap in and be really present. So you move through the emotions and you kind of, in a way, your body energetically goes back to that moment. Then you work through it. Images come up. Feelings come up. Um, maybe other stories or emotions or things that have happened come to the surface. And then towards the end, if all kind of... Is worked through in a way, the number, the rating, um, and intensity will go down related to that specific moment in time, which then heals that version of you that still exists within you. And all of us have these moments that have created heightened, heightened emotions and and wounds, and so there are kind of like long-standing wounds that are still working their way out and I'm still healing like the last remnants and so as much work as I've done and as much self-love as I've cultivated I still have things that I have to work on daily and and all of us do it's it's an ongoing thing life continues to happen and you know we go through experiences that are hard and so but I'm really dedicated to the work and to my growth and evolution so in emdr i'm able to tap into these older or younger versions of myself and unwind this idea that i'm not enough so i've really been deconstructing this idea of what beauty means and also really focusing on this on releasing this captivity narrative that i have In my last session with my therapist, we talked a lot about this narrative that that runs through my mind where I kind of take myself out of the male gaze, or like, you know, I will isolate, I'm not actively dating. And so instead of shielding myself from um, judgment or rejection, you know, the possibility of it i am trying to learn how to take away the power of certain experiences that i don't have control over and take away the power of the male gaze of societal standards and break free from this captivity narrative to be able to live my life and release attachment i also have studied attachment styles and that is a whole Other topic, but it's extremely fascinating. There's a book called Attached that I highly recommend um, when it comes to relationships. So yeah, (laughs) I've been unpacking this for quite a long time and these themes still still come up. And I'm actually reading this book right now. It's called How to Date Men When You Hate Men. And it's 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 like this comedy philosophy. It's not actually about hating men. It's about being attracted to and loving and wanting to be in a romantic partnership with a gender that also oppresses you but it's also explaining this idea that that men are born into this toxic framework like this toxic masculine framework that's what society is kind of built upon right now and it's shifting and changing um but it's such a beautiful book it's so funny i'm just gonna read a passage i mean there are so many little funny excerpts but this part stood out to me. She wrote, I did worry that choosing to write a book about love was in a way participating in my own oppression, writing about a frivolous topic instead of something meaningful like nuclear proliferation. I was like, can't women write about anything other than dating and their anxiety disorders? And then I was like, writes a book about dating. But I also think women are raised to think about love all the time. I grew up watching Nora Ephron's better rom-coms and reading Jane Austen's Better Marriage Plot novels, stories where the plot is driven by love, everyone is funny, and the men always kind of suck. Although I didn't realize the men kind of sucked for like a solid 10 years. Realizing the men suck is a significant milestone in a modern feminist awakening. Also conditioning me to think constantly about love, women's magazines, TV, and films. Every person I know is constantly asking me if there are any special men in my life. So honestly, I've thought a lot about love because you made me this way. We need to talk about our experiences so that we know what's normal and so that we can identify patterns of oppression and figure out ways to overturn them. And I also (laughs) never understand any text any man sends me and I need the collective brain power of Earth's women to figure out how to respond. I've only read a couple of chapters so far but I can tell it's going to be a really great book and I think really it connects to the episode where I was talking about being single in my thirties. And as a society, we have shifted a bit. There's maybe not as much pressure, but there still is this negative connotation when people hear that women are single. Um, And also, wait, there's another passage in here that was really amazing. So let me find that and I'm gonna read that too. Okay, I found it. She said, But the pitfalls of dating in the patriarchy go beyond the obvious, like sexual assault. How do you date men when they don't want to date anyone more successful than they are? How do you express excitement about love when men call that being boy crazy? Why get married when marriage benefits men in almost every way, but makes women more likely to die a violent death? As you can tell, I think about this a lot, and I philosophize a lot, (laughs) and I draw conclusions to literally everything that happens in my life um, including my dreams and I just love analyzing things and looking into deeper meanings and higher learning so if you're like me you might want to put a journal by your bed or you might want to buy this book how to date men when you hate men Um, and if you want to talk about your dreams I'd love to talk to you about them Um, you can dm me on instagram and i actually had two other dreams that i talked to a friend of mine about and we tried we were trying to dissect them and one dream was that i had a blueberry stuck in my lip which was so bizarre and then i had a nail stuck in my thigh and i had to get both of them out by myself like i had to cut my lip open and like pull this nail out of my thigh and he was like maybe the nail relates to you holding yourself back and kind of staying stuck and stagnant and then we were talking about the blueberry and the lip that one was a little harder to decipher and try to figure out what the fuck was going on in my subconscious but um i think it could relate to not saying what i need to (laughs) meet i'm not re-recording this i've already re-recorded so many parts of this and so that little fuck up is going to stay in here um the Blue and the blueberry, like that, could relate to the throat chakra. And um, he mentioned something about like saying things, kind of sugar. Maybe I sugarcoat, um, like the sweetness of the blueberry. Maybe I just need to kind of say what I need to say. So, yeah, those are those are some of my dreams. Um, and I hope that one day I can be ready for this gorgeous man that's going to show up, and that I won't be afraid to be seen. So. Thank you for listening. I hope you have an amazing day or night wherever you are.